good morning. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, and for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, Patton Hills, along from 6 AM Queensland time, or if you're listening anywhere in the world, if you're on the SEN app, uh, great to have your company this morning. Got to say, uh, did the drive up this morning to our studios in North Sydney here. How many of you are starting work early? I've never seen so much traffic on the road this morning. All these, more than just utes and trucks. What are you doing? What are you doing? Or is it all to do with uh, grand final tickets? Are they going on sale? Canterbury fans all going in a rush. James Magnuson is here, the missile. You're a, uh, what about the spring in your step? Mate, it was a pre-season challenge game, game one, and you're talking about new dawn, grand final tickets. Good morning, sir. Bossy, that could have been all Bulldogs fans this morning. <laughs> We're up and about. Yeah. Uh, grand final tickets booked. I've spoken to you before about the omenry around the, yes. the year four. Yeah, go through. Go do it again. 74 loss, 84 win, 94 loss, 2004 win, 2014 loss. You do the math. Bang. Uh, it doesn't get any bigger than that in terms of omenry. But, yeah, exciting game last night. So good to have the football back. So good to hear you. On our airwaves, calling it uh, Belmore on a Thursday. How was that? Night, yeah. Still nah, a few nice. fans it was, around. It was nice. Had a Mr. Whippy. Uh, just, 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 <laughs> straight back into it. 55 players used last night. So in the 55. preseason challenge, they have capped it. Um, so I've done games preseason before where there's been 60 or more players. Mm. And it's bloody hell, it's hard. But they've capped it this year that you can use maximum 28. Melbourne used 27. Bulldogs used 28 last night. 55 players. If you missed it, um, Melbourne by the second half had no stars. Starless light yeah. up. I think yep. Remus Smith might have been the most experienced player out there for them. But the Bulldogs last night, and right off the top, I know we want to talk about lots of other things, but the Bulldogs last night had eight of their under-21 squad from last year. The Jersey flag grand final won the premiership. Yep. Man, some of them look good. And, and I know it's all got to be kept in perspective. I know that. But when you've been a struggling club and you've gone through, you, you, you grab hold of good news, don't you? Be positive. Absolutely. And I saw last night, I'm going to make a statement. Bang, right off the top. Get that early crow ready, Dan. Joash Papali, young fullback, will be the Bulldogs' Jareem Buller. Wow. There we go. I'm saying this kid has more than just a little bit of ability. So are you talking to start the season? Or are you thinking five, six rounds in, give him time? Yeah, I think, well, look, they've got options, haven't they? Black Taff last night, the former Rabideau playing fullback. Stephen Crichton, you'd reckon, will start in the centres. Hayes Perham still in the mix there. Connor Tracy. Connor Tracy. Um, but I'm seeing a young player who looks like modern-day fullback, chime in, bit of ball play, mm. uh, toughness. One big carry where he just went bang, ran as hard as he could into the metre forwards. I thought, that's a courage run. That's it a good is. sign. Mm. Um, he, he just moved so well. He put a little Kalen Ponga goosey when he swept into the right. He swept into the left, have a hand and a try. Uh, uh, again, he, to me, looks like a Jareem Buller type for the Bulldogs. I'm early crow. He'll be your number one more than any other player at the club. Maybe by the end of the season. How soon that transpires, we'll wait and see. I love it. And this is how Gus works, right? He builds from within. Obviously, we've made a number of signings across the board in that first grade squad. But he builds the club from within. Gets those juniors coming through. They won the Harold Mats. They won the SG Ball. 
it's time this year that we start seeing those players trickle through to first grade. And, and we saw that last night. Very exciting night as a Bulldogs fan. Kid called Joseph O'Neill, Barella Bears Jr. Plays halfback, was man of the match great. in that flag grand final. He looked yep. really good. He had a combination going with Papali. Uh, the young fella playing hooker, Hayward. He was very strong, very mm. solid. I So on Fox League, perfect last night. Michael Ennis, co-commentator, expert on the art of dummy half play. He's there to assess Bailey Hayward, gives him a huge thumbs up. Then I'm working with Cooper Cronk, assessing O'Neill, loved what he saw. Mm. So, you know, they got a big pass mark last night and then collectively we were all impressed with Papali. So well done to the Bulldogs. Um, James, I, look, I, I, I know this is our first time uh, together for the year. Heard you with Fletch again yesterday. Heard the big interview with Joel Kane last week. Everything going on in your life. Son, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm your mate. I'm yeah. your mate, James. Yeah. Um, you have opened up a can of whoop ass. Mm. What has life been like in your shoes the last week? It's been a very crazy week, Vossi. Um, media from around the world keen to talk. Uh, it's obviously a, a big story in, in world mm. news, not just in Australian news. Uh, it was just an opportunity that, well, you saw the origins of it. Yeah. yeah came, we came straight through the breakfast yeah. show here on I th- SEN. I think we were the first... Uh, outlet. It had been written up in the Herald, but only sort of quietly, not not much publicity around yeah. the story being first written. And it was second hand. We were the first to actually do the interview and then the reaction was bang, unleash the hounds on yep. the open line. Yeah, it was broken here on uh, breakfast on SEN, um, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Um, it, was a, it was a big story, Vossi. I, I didn't think it was going to be as big a story as it was, but the opportunity uh, that has arisen is too good to ignore. Um, obviously, there's been some conversations with family, friends, confidants around the risk versus reward, but here we are. Um, yeah. I've been able to make a headline or two throughout yeah. my career. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's people around me that said, aren't you, you know, yeah. haven't you had enough now? You know, don't you want to go quietly into the sunset? Yeah, well, that's my advice. That's my, because, but, but I'm of a different generation. So I'm a lot older. I feel almost fatherly yeah. standing here. I said, yeah, son, yeah. do you really want this attention? You're sure? I'm ready yeah. to live a quiet life. <laughs> You're at a different, different part. However, I, I, no, I don't want to be bogged down by it today. By all means, if you want to talk to James about it, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to send in your text, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. But I'm more interested in the uh, the James Magnuson power rankings uh, this morning. Uh, we have the biggest weekend in my life mm. of international acts performing this weekend. Take your pick. You got pink. Uh, performing at Suncorp Stadium tonight. Les Kiss, who was on our program yesterday, Queensland Reds coach, he was going to pink tonight. Yep. Suncorp. Uh, you've got Taylor Swift in Melbourne. So where, 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 where is she performing? Was she at the G or where, where is she performing? You don't have to assume the MCG, right? She's at the MCG, yep. right? So Taylor Swift at the MCG. And my favourite, Blink-182 are in Sydney. So there you go. Like, has there ever been bigger? What's the power rankings there? Well, my Swift, personal... pink... Blink-182. My personal power rank would be Blink-182, Swift, Pink. But I yeah. think on current popularity, you'd go Swift, Blink-182, Pink yeah. with the bronze. <laughs> Three huge acts all in Australia at the one time. I don't yeah. know if the management has colluded to time this up um, all at once. Have but we missed anyone? Is there anyone else that we've missed there? Is any other band snuck in that well, we, we don't know about? Look, I, Matchbox I, 20, where, where are they? Are they performing <laughs> this weekend or are they just kicking back? Are they sort of... 
fourth in a photo. <laughs> what are they doing? Matchbox 20. Something that came across my desk. So we saw pink was turned away from the Manly Sail- Sailing yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just the Manly Skiff Club it was, which is just a disaster. You know, the guy that turned yeah, her away, oh, wow. is he still uh, employed by the Skiff Club? No. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. The other guy that's out here that was turned away, uh, the SCG yep. members, right. Shaggy, wasn't me. Shaggy? They what? caught him kissing on the bathroom floor, what? but it wasn't him. What? So he turned up as a guest of Brian Lara to the members at the SCG, and he had ripped jeans on. He was with Sean DePaul, another... Uh, another person I've heard of. <laughs> Shaggy was turned away because of his ripped jeans. Oh, you mean Sean DePaul? Sean DePaul. Never heard of him. <laughs> oh, an and good apparently one. Shaggy said to, to the staff at SCG, do you know that I'm wearing a $200,000 chain? Right. They said, doesn't matter, ripped jeans, no go. So Brian Lara's guest at the SCG... Yeah. Turned away. So, hang on, so Shaggy, how far back are we going with Shaggy Dan? What's it with some Shaggy music? Is that Shaggy music? I said kissing on the bathroom floor. Maybe there was more going yeah, on. They're, they're, a, they're a dime a dozen, those sort of singers. Um, yeah, that would that, put a glass eye to sleep. But um, Shaggy, <laughs> no, I was thinking, no, there's another Shaggy. Wasn't there another Shaggy? Is is less like. In horse racing, you can't name a horse Farlap once there's been a Farlap. I thought there was a Shaggy years ago. Didn't this would be the Shaggy. Carolina, didn't you? Carolina. Blah, blah, blah. Something like that. Oh, it's just, you know. Yeah. So, oh, that's the same dude. So the clip that, the clip that Dan's got What's there. He What's the, he clip, on? the clip that Dan's got is not Shaggy singing. That's the guy that features oh, in that song. Okay. So yeah. Shaggy is the same Shaggy. Yes. So he'd be in his 50s now. Yeah, he would be. He would be. Fifties, fifties, torn jeans. Yeah. Two hundred thousand dollar chain. Yep. Still no entry to the SCG. So fifty-five. Wow, confirmation. We're going to get a little bit of a reputation here in Australia as a bit of a nanny state. If we're turning away Pink from the Manly Skiff Club, we're turning away Shaggy from the SCG. That biggest celebrities, you can't yeah. turn away Pink. All right, let's do the let's let, let's do the snap poll this morning. Who's biggest out of all these performers? All these people in the country. Taylor Swift, Tay Tay. Uh, Pink, Blink-182, would, would any of them be listening to the program right now? Is there any chance? Say yes, just to humour me. I think Blink-182 is your best bet there. Yeah, who, who's Travis Barker, the drummer? Yeah, the drummer, yeah. I, I sent him a message when he said, look, in, you know, Australia, I look forward to you know coming out. I sent him a message saying, mate, let us know how you like your steak on the barbie. Then I thought, no, he's a vegan. Ooh. Yeah, so that we... He's... He doesn't look like a vegan. Really? Yeah. More fat in a butcher's pinch or pencil than him. I mean, he's he's geez, he's got some ink, hasn't he? And then he does. He's dating a Kardashian. Yeah, he is. Married yeah. to a Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. Kid yeah, with true. a Kardashian. So your power rankings, folks. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to come on, uh, who do you want to see most out of those? And if you had to pick, they're all. But I've never known a weekend like it. And can you tell us of some others? If you want to promote someone who's at the Rudy Yalarsel this weekend, if there's some some band or. Something to compete with the others, let us know. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or on the text line 0457-736-736. A question without notice too, uh, and Ben, our producer, doesn't know anything about this, nor Charlie, nor Dan, but it was a topic I needed to raise, and it's of absolute urgency. Do you know anything about Mexican walking fish, axolotls? I know what they are. Yeah, but do you know anything about them? I've got a problem. Do you own some? Yeah, yeah, I got a problem. Yeah, Philip. 
Philip the axolotl. Okay, very oh. ugly animals. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we got a yellow one. Jeez. Okay. Wisdom just sits there. Just yeah. Doesn't do much. In a tank. Mate, I, I tried to feed him again last night. He hasn't eaten in three weeks. Three weeks. Has not taken a a piece of food in three weeks. What's going Look, on? Look, I don't want to go the early no, no, crow, no. but uh, uh, Valet. Oh, oh, no. Not Philip. <laughs> Not <laughs> so, SEN stands for Sports Entertainment Network. Today we might be SENA, Sports Entertainment Network and Axolotl mm. News. I need some help. Well, my sister-in-law is a vet. Axolotl not? Why is Philip not eating? My sister-in-law is a vet, so I'll send her a Get text. Her if you could. Yeah. Get her on. Uh, and well done. Straight off the top two, Elora Hawks. Giddy. <laughs> Up 276 to 1. Um, they have sealed their place in the four. Last night, beating the Wildcats. What about this? Wildcats are second on the ladder and will be top two going into the finals. The Hawks have beaten them three times this year now by 18, 18, and last night 16. That's mm. a fair box set. Look out. It is one of the biggest stories. One of the best stories. I won't say the biggest. Best stories in Australian sport. Last to playoffs, absolutely stone motherless. Great effort, Justin Tatum. Our boy Tatum. Yeah, he's our man. Our man, Justin Tatum. Uh, get on the program. James Magnuson's here. He's here to take your calls this morning. Get on early. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's lawyers. Remember, this show is all about you. We'd love to hear from you right now. Bulldogs fans, get on the phone. You're getting your grand final tickets. Give us your wash up to last night. Plenty to talk about Friday morning on SEN 1170 in Sydney. Come on, come on, let's get together. You know we made a ball. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Lots of rain around this morning and some localised flooding in suburbs. Let us know what it's like where you are. We're heading for a top of 27 today across uh, Sydney. And good morning if you're in Brisbane. You're with us for another half hour before Patton Heels will be along. Partly cloudy out there today with the top of 27 also. We're here for Brighton's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's See, lawyers. I'm driving in the airport tunnel, um, you know, four o'clock this morning, and there was water on the road. There was only one lane open. They had the big truck and, you know, divert around. It's a little bit of water there. Uh, so, yeah, just be careful out on the roads. By the way, what do you think of the opener, the music? Like um, it. You're, you're Brian Ferry, it's well before you were born. Give it, well, Dad used to listen to it all the time yeah. in the car. Give it uh, six months and I'll probably be ready for a new one, but that's yeah. that's the way it works for us Positive. I, I'm a big Killers fan as well, so, you know. Yeah. Um, Adam from Camden says, Gents, fair dinkum, a 55-year-old wearing ripped jeans. Hope they told the old tosser to grow up too. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what leeway do you get for being shaggy? Are you allowed to wear ripped jeans mm. at 55 if your name's shaggy? Yeah. Um, Kirribilli Panther, here you go, James. Ah, yes, it must be February. As Bulldogs fans are getting mm -hmm. excited, let me guess, they're also training their house down. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the most excitement we'll have all season, I dare say. But here we are. Let's go to the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Rooster Ash, welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, morning. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, um, mate, this... When you get to these games, just put a pair of flippers on because I think you could smash that 50 without any enhancement. Uh, yeah, the flippers would help. I don't know if that's part of the deal. Um, 
the I think the suit's going to be a big thing, Vossi. So we get the super suit to mm. compare apples with apples because that's what it was broken in. No flippers, unfortunately. Okay. Rooster Ash, I, let's get straight to the point. Are you in Team Magnuson or are you out? Team Magnuson. You're in there. Beautiful. Good on you, Rooster Ash. Drive safely, mate. Um, shared the roads with you this morning. Know that it's a bit uh, hairy out there this morning. Let's go across the ditch. The Warrior Holic. Always love hearing from him in uh, the New Zealand capital. Good morning, Warrior Holic. Oh, mate, beautiful blue skies over here. No rain at all. But uh, yeah, just to quickly share a couple of thoughts on the footy being back last night. Lost it. How's the uh, throat holding up, mate? Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, got through it okay. It yeah, got through it okay. That's a good try. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a 10 out of 10, you know, over the top exciting game, but oh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, mate, you stretched it out there with a Pappenhausen's try at the, you know, run on half time. I thought that was outstanding. Yeah, the alarm. Yeah, mate, question for out notice, without notice here for the missile. Oh, good. You're a Bulldogs fan, right? Yep. Mate, I thought you guys showed some outstanding young talent there, like from these um, flag guys coming up into the grace. How do you feel about it? It seems to me like over the past year, they've made an effort to buy half a Penrith to try and buy a comp. Does that annoy you with so much young talent coming through the squad? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't annoy me because, as a fan of the Bulldogs, it wouldn't be good enough for another year or two just to say uh, we're happy to finish bottom four. I think there needed to be some short-term fixes just to give the fans hope. While these young, up-and-coming players cut their teeth potentially in New South Wales Cup and start to trickle through to first grade, so I think there's definitely a succession plan, and we saw that last night. But we couldn't just keep accepting, you know, wooden spoon or sixteenth, fifteenth. So I think there's going to be some mid to short term, I call it success, but long term, it's looking good. Yeah, and, and I will just correct you, Warrior Holic. Um, well done, and thank you for uh, tuning in from across in New Zealand. A lot of them are local juniors. So mm. while they have signed from elsewhere, a lot of these players, and I'll, I'll, I'll rattle them off, Eli Clark uh, came down from Foster Tun Curry. So they now have catchments more than just the Bulldogs yeah. juniors now. They have North yep. Coast academy squads and and that sort of thing so reaping reward but those three stars Hayward O'Neill Papali are all Canterbury Rigididge local juniors how good. love that you know clubs like St John's Eagles yeah uh, Barella Bears yeah producing these players home of Terry Lamb love it uh open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. breakfast with Vossie and the missile this morning James from Hornsby morning James morning James morning Andrew morning James um, a couple of things I want to ask you James um with this swim, are you going to train up to race fitness and then then smash a 50 metre out to get a time? So say you're 20.8. Yep. And then take the, the uh, enhancement uh, drugs and then keep training and then see what your time is to compare what you were before them and after. So you can say, well, this is what happens. This is comparing. Yeah. The next one is... Look, I don't care. Your your life, your body, your everything. You know, my opinion won't weigh you either. Have you thought about the um, what your, could happen to you in five years, ten years down the track? And if you think I'm against you, well, if someone offered me ten grand to take a pill so I could drive a ball straight in the golf course, I'd take it. Okay. <laughs> uh, question one, James. Yeah, we'll do a before and after. Um, already started the process this week of getting back into swimming shape, which is slightly different to what I've been doing previously with some of you know, my gym work and down there at Tribe Marrickville. Uh, question uh, two, uh, we, yeah, we won't take anything until 
you know, well and truly down the line. Dates are locked in, locations, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, so look, we're going to monitor everything very closely from a medical point of view to minimise side effects. Right. Uh, thank you for the call, uh, James. Now, John of Brisbane also wants to talk about the enhanced games. John, I'll kick off the questioning. Are you on board teams, uh, Team James, Magnuson, or are you against? 100, no, 100% on, on board. 100%. Thanks, John. What do you think about it? Well, look, just first, I just want to make a couple of comments, and I've got a serious question for you. Um, mm. I'm up in Brisbane. Um, it is raining. Just thought to let you know the spirit of the rain up here is a bit better than what it is down there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting a little bit tougher, <laughs> naturally. You know now, what secondly, rain's about. Um, yep. <laughs> we do. We do. We understand it. Now, listen, with, the, with the, uh, the, the whole enhancement thing, I always go back to the fact that, you know, look, I used to coach junior, junior kids, and half-time, first thing we did was we gave them an orange because it was going to make them better performers. Now, between you and me, it didn't work. But we told the kids that they needed these oranges, they were going to be better. We've got the society that's, that said it's okay to a certain point, and then when they get older, we say they can't. We celebrate Flojo's, you know, record, which has stood for, what, 22, 32 years now, yet everyone knows that, or suspects strongly, that she was using enhanced drugs. I think what you're doing, James, is so brave. You're a pioneer. Not many people get to change what happens in the world. And if this comes off, um, and I hope it does for you, then I think it's fantastic. So that's that's my statement. My question is, at 32, I believe it's 32, yep. can you do it? Can you beat the world record? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty confident, John. I, I wouldn't be signing up if I didn't think I could. Um, just got, Sometimes you just got to back yourself, Vossi. And I, I did a little bit of swimming this week, John, and... Uh, Felt pretty good, I've got to say, Vicey. Pretty good. Yeah, um, we've just been told Nickelback are here, but nobody cares. <laughs> Is that true, Nickelback? Nickelback are here. Uh, the 60, thank you for the call, John. Really good call. Uh, 6.30 news up next. 5.30 if you're in Brisbane, as you are, John. And we're straight back after the news with all the big sports headlines of the morning. Stay with us on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Well, see, some big sports stories this morning, starting off with your Illawarra Hawks. Yeah, it's a mighty story in the NBL. If you haven't if you haven't bought into the NBL, I understand that if you're not a basketball fan, but appreciate a good sporting story. Wooden Spooners last year won only five games. Stone Motherless last. This year, they start two and seven. Change in coach, Justin Tatum. Famous name. Yeah. Mm. Dad of Jason, who is one of the biggest names in the NBA. To some, Charlie Gooser, Jason Tatum, number one player in NBA. Yeah, number one player. He's on, oh, I don't know, 90 million a year. Justin's out here, high school basketball coach for 17 years, just trying to make a name for himself mm. as a coach. Was an assistant, gets promoted, takes them from the worst team in the comp. There was a period there where he had them as the best defense in the comp. Like he did that. Mid-season. And now that last night they sealed their playoff spot by beating the Perth Wildcats 108-92. to It's going to be 16, but it doesn't really matter. The Tatum turnaround is complete. The Illawarra Hawks will be playing finals. They'll be in a play-in. And I tell you what, they are a scary proposition with the form they are in. Absolutely. The way that they rebounded the basketball this game, the way that they defended... They're a force to be reckoned with. There you go. 
get on the bus. This, See, the this might be over. the first bus you've yeah, been yeah, on that has been. Here's some credit. Two hundred and seventy-six to one. We did always. We had Justin on the program. I tell the story again. I said, mate, I'm backing them. Having spoken to him in the ad break, I said I'm backing them to make yep. the playoffs. I, I was witness to, to that. There was no playoff market, mm. so I backed them to win. <laughs> it took the two seventy-six. So that's a bus, baby. That's a bus. I've never that's been a on. Bus. I've never been on a two hundred and seventy-six to one shot in my life. Bossy Sydney uh, FC coach Ufok uh, Tale has hit out at fans who flooded Patrick Wood's social media with abusive messages following, of course, that goal we all saw. The miss last weekend revealing he's playing with a broken foot. People forget that he's still 21. He's still very young. Uh, and these moments are going to happen. Uh, it won't be the first. It won't be the last. But uh, obviously some, some comments and some messages that have been sent to him have been quite disgraceful, to be honest. Look, I'm going to make a big call here. No. Professional soccer player, even with a broken foot. playing. Is that well, an excuse? Well, for a metre out. I mean, it, look, it's unacceptable to get the abuse. Yeah, the abuse is over the top. But the world attention, it is the world game. Yeah. And, and that clip, sadly for Pat, is going to be right for years yeah. to come. Like, there's nothing we can do about that. Like, I, I'm not a big user of the saying it is what it is, but it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. And it will be for 100 years. It'll be shown as... Whew, one of it's the a best blooper. misses of all time. Yeah. Uh, Adam O'Brien has spoken after inking a three-year extension at the Newcastle Knights, saying he's excited about the future. There's a bit of Illawarra Hawks about Adam O'Brien, to be honest. He was he was gone last year. Mm. He was gone. He was a week away from being gone. Now three-year extension. Um, but he, he said he wasn't really optimistic about a 2024 premiership. Have a listen. We need to go out and perform now. So if that gets us there this year, I would be wrapped. I'm not sure when it will, but I know that we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, that surprised me. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's obviously honest, but is it honest to a fault? Do I think they could win the 2024 uh, Premiership? No, I don't. But a team that made the finals last year, made the second week of the finals last year, you'd like to think they at least have aspirations of winning the comp. He's, he's like he's, he's wearing a parachute. He doesn't, you know, he needs that little safety. I'm going to come out so he can win the comp. No, if I'm a Knights fan, I probably do want to hear you say yeah, he can win the comp. Yeah, I want to hear him say That's that. That's what they're all there for, isn't it? Even, I mean, if Kalen Ponga catches fire again, what's to say they can't? Yeah, it's an unusual one. Okay. Cricket overnight, Vossi. A heartbreak for Alyssa Healy yesterday. She was on the cusp of a maiden test century. I was surprised she hadn't got one yet. When she played her first... False shot of the innings to be caught and bowled for 99 against South Africa. Australia, 5 for 251 at stumps on day one with a lead of 175 runs after South Africa were bowled all out. Forget this, yeah. 76. Yeah, it's a dominant position. Now, the cricket in India and England, let me tell you, England had India on toast. They were 3 for 33. Uh, Joe Root drops Rohit Sharma on 27. They would have been 4 for. Guess what? Sharma? And then Ravinda uh, Jadeja go on to make hun uh, centuries and by stumps India five for 326. They could have been four down for not many. They're five for 326 at stumps. And you can hear coverage of the test on the SEN app. How good is that? Uh, Kylian Mbappe has told Paris Saint-Germain, PSG, he intends to leave the club at the end of the season. Huge news in the soccer world. He's been heavily linked with the move to Real Madrid uh, what does young Harry Voss think about Kylian Mbappe? Ah, oh, loves him. Loves, loves him. him. Yeah, of course. Well, last year had the uh, Kylian Mbappe haircut there for a while. Mm. Just got, went to the uh, barber and went the Mbappe haircut. Um, look, there is a clause. There is a one-year extension clause. So PSG may still get some money out of this, or Mbappe has to take a a um, 
a financial sacrifice when he leaves. So I, I don't think they're going to be left um, with nothing, PSG. And that was the big issue about you know trying to get him out early or get him re-signed. You'd want that big transfer fee. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossie and Brandy this morning with the missile here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers and stay with us in just a moment. All of your calls and texts, give us a call right now. Uh, lines available, one 1170 And we're also here to talk music this morning. Taylor Swift, Pink, Blink 182, all in Australia this weekend. Come on, come on, Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Lots of rain around this morning and localised flooding in some suburbs. Let us know what it's like where you are. We're heading for a top of 27 today across Sydney. And good morning if you're up in Brisbane. You're with us for another 15 minutes before Patton Heels will be along. Partly cloudy up there today with a top of 27 as well. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Plenty of you having your say on the Edgewater Homes text line. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. That text number, 0457 736 736. Uh, straight off the bat, on the text line, FYI, power couple, Mitchell Stark and Alyssa Healy, both with highest test score of 99. That's a big stat. No bragging rights in that household. Uh, gee, some of these Bulldogs juniors will look good at the Chooks once they develop, says Widgie. <laughs> nice take, Widgie. Nice take. <laughs> Oh, Mike Carriano's going off. Uh, just on the uh, traffic front, too, just in uh, relation to that rain over on the northern beaches, Oxford Falls, there's flooding on Wakehurst Parkway at Oxford Falls Road. No access to Oxford, Oxford Falls Road from Wakehurst Parkway. So there's a little problem. And one of two northbound lanes closed on the eastern distributor approaching Cleveland Street due to a truck breakdown. So dealing with a few issues across our city this morning. Also on the text, uh, boys, what was up with the surface at Belmore last night? It looked like Suncorp Stadium... On a Sunday Arvo during Magic Round, oh, didn't have any great dramas with it. I mean, I I lobbed there very early. Didn't no, didn't strike me. I think you've been a bit picky there, but no, not not pristine. I wasn't going to go down and eat off it like um, you would at Super Super Stadium. Mm. Um, Goo and Matchbox by the length of the straight. Who's Goo Goo? Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, the Goo Goo Dolls are here too. Where are they? Where are they playing? Rudy Hill. They're no, they're supporting they're Matchbox the Twenty. Oh, oh, right, yeah. are they? They're That's the a support, big supporting yeah. act. Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. Well, there you did, go. When did they last have a hit, Lieutenant Dan? Good to have Iris. you Irish. Great question. I'll yeah. find out for you. If you could. Late yeah, 90s, I'd so say. So you confirmed Shaggy's 55, and now you've got to find when did the Goo Goo Dolls last have a hit, and what was it? Thank you. Uh, Mark says the Hawks have shown the West Tigers will make the top eight this year. Okay. All right. Now, well, that, cool. Well, I had the Tigers in the eight last year, remember? That bus crashed. The rickshaw. Remember the rickshaw? That was a rickshaw. It, mm. uh, it, it burned. I think Russell Crowe's in Australia performing jazz gigs. Anyone going to that? Uh, laugh out loud. It, jazz? What's his van? 30-odd foot of, of grunt? Is that it? Grunt? I almost said dirt. 30-odd uh, <laughs> foot of grunt. Is, it, is that the band? He's, got, he's, he's, he's had a recent band? song. He was playing at the uh, the Bridge Hotel in Roselle at one point. One of my mates went and saw him. He said it was a good show. All the big names go there. Uh, Missile, good luck with enhancements and going for the record. You have my full support from B. Cherry. Oh, <laughs> Cherry, sure. <laughs> hey, boys, it might be 5.30 a.m. in Queensland, but it's also 1986. Thank you, Tom of Newcastle. Uh, Daryl Braithwaite would be playing horses at a local, local bolo somewhere for sure. Matt GC, yeah, poor old Daryl. 
he, he performs, he goes there, everyone just can just play horses and, and, and leave, even do it twice. Yeah. There's no other song I want to hear. He says he's got new material. Who cares? Uh, Cam's called in on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. James. Morning, Cam. Hey, guys. How good does it feel waking up after a game at NRL? Yeah, yeah. beautiful, Cam. You a Doggies fan? Nah, actually, Storm fan, unfortunately. Um, but good signs for the Doggies. Are you happy with those uh, such players coming through, Miss I thought... Um, that young back rower, number 11, can't remember his name, but I thought he showed some pretty promising signs. Kao Tonga. Kao yeah, Tonga, yeah, I think he played for yeah. Fiji, yeah. yeah he did. Uh, what about uh, Pezzett on your side of the fence, Cam? Are you happy with his performance? Oh, really impressed with him, actually. I thought um, after watching that trial that he might, he's probably a first grader. Mm. Um, he might yeah. not want to stick around behind the halves at the Storm for too much longer because I thought last night he really showed what he could do. Um, what do you boys think of him? Yeah, I think a good shout. It'll be because what what you're going to assess with his performance last night wasn't he wasn't surrounded by stars when he's coming to the side previously. There's a monster outside him, you know. There's uh, others, and and uh, last night he had to take a lot of responsibility, and Absolutely. I thought he did it pretty well. I thought he did it pretty well. And just on a little side note, Vossi, we're going to talk about this a little bit later in a new segment Ooh. called Missiles Mailbag. Right. They've done a top 100 hottest players in the NRL, and right. I think Jonah Pezzett uh, very unlucky to be left out. What? Bit of a glamour. What? Yep, there you go. Heard it oh, here this first. Is be a weird <laughs> this one. Really, Jonah Pezzett? Cam, um, does Jonah Pezzett do it for you physically? Oof. Um, <laughs> I'll chuck him in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't Put expecting spot, that question. Cam. Very good stuff, Cam. Good on you, mate. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Michael of Merrickville, uh, is he a client of Tribe? Uh, I'm not Jim, sure. Michael, Michael? Michael, have you been to Tribe, Jim? No, I haven't, mate. I'm just a neighbour. Just a neighbour. Right. Welcome back, Rossi, as well, mate. I've spoken to James this year. Yeah, it's nice to be back um, on. James, I'm... Yeah, I bet it is, mate. You're awesome. Hey, James, I'm all on board with you, mate. I work for an airline, so I'm happy to fly the plane when you get the cans for best documentary. Mate, this is going to go off. You realise that, like, once... It's successful, your main aim of getting a great time before the enhancement and then actually breaking or bettering that time with the enhancement. You realise it's just going to roll into this big juggernaut. You know, you're obviously... The documentary is going to be amazing. I'm pretty sure of that because it's going to be quite interesting watching the specimen that you are to what you're going to become as far as the enhancement drug goes, you know, how much the improvement does does help. I, I'm a firm believer you're going to get there. I know you're going to get there, mate. You were just just shy when you were competing. And um, when we're flying into Cairns, mate, Cairns, and I don't mean Cairns up north Queensland, I mean Cairns in Paris to win the best documentary. Oh, yeah, right. If you just introduce, yeah, I'm just yeah. hoping you introduced me to a few of the... Um, we jumped ahead there. Um, okay, so, 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 so it's going to win Best Documentary in Cairns and you're taking Michael with you, so the film festival in done. Cairns. Done and done. There. What's it going to be called? The, the doco. What do, you, what do you call it? Enhanced Missile. Enhanced Missile, right? Uh, thank you for the call, Michael. Lots of calls coming in. Fantastic. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy on this uh, Friday morning. Uh, on the text from Mick in Portland, uh, my son-in-law has been in Melbourne for two Blink-182 concerts now back in Sydney for their two concerts this weekend. I'll be at the Coronation Hotel in Portland tomorrow for a pub duo.
but I do like to sink the pinky, says Susan. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you, Mick. Uh, breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're back in a moment with a walk down memory lane. Great to have you company. Come on, come on, let's get one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Play! Is a famous victory, a magnificent performance. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. He's yeah! On breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on this day. Yes, it's the 16th of February 2024, and on this day, doing a Bradbury coin on this day in 2002 after Stephen Bradbury wins gold at the Salt Lake City Winter Olympics when he becomes the last man standing. How good is that? Uh, in 2005, the National Hockey League, the NHL, becomes the first North American professional sports league to cancel an entire season due to a breakdown in collective bargaining agreement negotiation. Let's hope that never happens in Australian sport. On this day, American tennis player John McEnroe born. He's 65 today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we, can we gotta get, we've got to play more of, of Super Mac later. In the program 65 today, Kathy Freeman was born on this day in 1973. Happy 51st birthday to Kathy Freeman. And former Souths and Bulldogs player Daryl Tricky Trindle, 52 today. Happy birthday, Daryl. Cult hero. How, how are we going? Kathy Freeman's 51 today. Doesn't get a bit of audio, but Tricky Trindle does. <laughs> Tricky Trindle gets a try. Uh, and Canadian singer-songwriter, the Wukun because there's no E in it, is 34 today. Oh, it's a bloke. He's won four Grammys, 19 Billboard Music Awards, 15 Juno Awards, six American Music Awards, and two MTV Music Video Awards. I have actually heard this song. And this is apparently Patton Hill's theme song. <laughs> Where are they? What are they up to? Uh, if you are listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, uh, we now say goodbye. Patton Hills are up next. Keep listening, though, to SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. Michael Carianis coming up. And Dragons' Carl Flanagan ahead of the Charity Shield. Good morning, I'm Vanessa Gibson with SEN News. Dozens of parks will be cordoned off around Sydney this morning as they're... Sport here on SEN 1170am in Sydney, where it is a rainy start to the day. Uh, plenty of flooding in and about, localised flooding, so please be careful. I did the uh, drive up early this morning. There were stoppages everywhere or just areas where you had to be careful. So don't be in a hurry today. In fact, you've got the excuse from uh, Brandy's not here. In Brandy's absence, James, uh, work from home, work remotely or until things settle As long down. as you don't work from me. Okay. Work from home. Work from home. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, an amazing weekend. Yes, we are here to talk sport. And the rugby league season is back underway last night. How good at Belmore. Uh, called it for Fox League. Canterbury, some really encouraging signs there against Melbourne. But it is a preseason trial. And you're talking 55 players run out there. But some young talent um, exposed last night. But this is an amazing weekend to be in Australia from an entertainment point of view. Just get your head around this. Taylor Swift. MCG. 
performing. Blink 182 in Sydney, best band in the world. Pink is performing at Suncorp Stadium. Daryl Braithwaite, we're told, is doing a bowling club. <laughs> <laughs> Matchbox 20, Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. I mean, they've all come to Australia at the one time. It's huge. And we've put on a bit of rain and flooding for them. But that's all right. Mm. Uh, by the time Taylor Swift gets to Sydney, she'll see the best of it. Uh, your choice, Vossi, would be Blink-182. Are you going to see them while they're here? Well, see, I had troubles um, booking tickets in advance because of the rugby league schedule. I just wasn't sure yes. whether it'd be working. There was no point getting the tickets. But now they've put on third, fourth show. There's tickets for the fourth show, I think, next week. Okay. So they go away from Sydney, come back to Sydney. Blink-102. What are we from, talking for a Blink-102 ticket? Oh, it's not outrageous. Let's put it this way. it's not. I'm still contemplating you two at the Sphere. In Vegas. I think you got to do it, boss. I was talking I to the boys to... last night, Mick Ennis. Mm. I said, mate, are you, are you sphering? Mm. 700 cheapest ticket, mm. Australian. Um, I was thinking I'd probably have to go on the Hans Games down the track to buy the, the, <laughs> the $3,500 tickets front row. Yeah. But, you know, chance of a lifetime, I suppose. And That's, what a mixer? Eh? Um, mixer, yeah, I think you got to do it. Yeah. Braith was, he's over there for 360. He's going to be recording 360, so can't go. So I might have to do it for the team and report back to you. But, no, that's extraordinary uh, stuff. Come, we should, we should also let you know vision coming through from across Sydney of flooding on a few roads. If there are dramas where you are, if you can, uh, please ring and let us know or text uh, so we can share it with the listening audience. Um, and also the story this morning that's been well covered in the breakfast uh, TV shows. More sites have been implicated in the asbestos dramas across Sydney. Lots of parks are shut today across the city while inspections are carried out. It's just yeah. it's just taken off like you wouldn't believe. And who's going to take responsibility? Yeah, that's right, Vossi. Is it this government? Was it the previous government? You know when they're making this mulch for parks and the like? I was yep. listening to some stories about it yesterday. This is the lawnmower. This is the mowers. Yeah, this yeah, is this the mowers. Is this is yeah, why I'm sure. on the big bucks on a Saturday morning. So yep. basically what they do, they're breaking up, chipping up, mulching, Old pallets and the like that have come from God knows where. Some of these pallets containing asbestos. So that's right. where the problem has, the has arisen. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's of concern. Obviously, uh, we've got uh, ten million texts there, um, which we probably should uh, get into. We'll update the golf to this hour. The uh, Genesis Invitational is being played. Tiger Woods back on deck. Says he is pain free in the ankle. And the Super League, the Hull Derby, is underway. Hull KR. And uh, Hull FC has just kicked off. So we'll uh, keep you abreast of that. But on the text line, um, we're told six and out is in Australia, as we know. Um, they're so back. Are they performing this weekend? Six Clay Maxwell out. on the text line. He's Good stuff. <laughs> big six and out guy. Uh, we were talking Shaggy earlier on. So is he yes. still in Australia? Um, someone said, when you mentioned Shaggy, I think Scooby-Doo. Yes, yeah. true. That's probably the most famous Shaggy. Uh, morning, fellas. Went to Goo Goo Dolls and Matchbox 20 concert last night. It was a great night. Good luck, Missile, with your challenge. I'm in your corner, says the Radelaide Rooster. So maybe Adelaide hosting Goo Goo Dolls and Matchbox 20 Matchbox right now. Matchbox 20, right. Um, and so I, well, I, did pass the, um, I did pass a big billboard um, advertising. Are they, are they kudos next week? Next week for Matchbox 20. I did pass a billboard uh, that had them here. What if, they, what if any of these bands go to see the other bands play? So if Matchbox 20 have the night off and they're in Sydney, would they go to Blink-182? Or if they're down in Melbourne, do they want to go see Taylor yeah. Swift? Do they get front row access? I don't know about Swifties, but I reckon they'd go watch each other. I'll tell you got front row seats. Basketball last night, um, I was watching a bit of the coverage on the way home yes. from Belmore. Yep. A lineup of courtside seats 
of NBA talent scouts. Right. There Who would have there been at see? least nine there, like representatives of the Memphis Grizzlies and what have you. Gotcha. They are all there to see Alex Saar, the, the French-born player uh-huh. who plays with the Perth Wildcats. He could – he's seven foot one. He could end up number one draft pick. I mean, bring on a basketball well. expert, but he's going to be very high up in the draft – and he's playing NBL right now, and he went okay last night as well. Good Huge. night to do it. But they had front row seats. The talent scouts mm. are here watching firsthand. That's pretty cool. Big thing for the uh, NBL. Uh, Mick says it's fairly damp out in the Golden West today, but just about to start another day of lawn mowing. Heaps of growth. Good yeah. rain for the lawn. Mate, uh, um, in the Southern Highlands, if mm. you're dead sick of the rain, you've you got to try and mow every three or four days. Really? Oh, mate, mate, it's probably a little topical, but it's like they're on steroids. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like they're performing enhanced grass <laughs> and the edges. Just taken off. And so bring on the end of summer when it stops growing. Uh, Matt Burton proved again he has no place in the halves. Um, that's an observation. Great game from the WGD. 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 I'm going to have to think about that. It's got me. Uh, Meatball says, Morning Legends, 100% with you, Missile, on your quest. As far as those three acts that are here, Pink and Blink, I could maybe think about going to without enough beers under my belt. As for Taylor Swift, unless there's a drug that turns me into a 14-year-old girl, I ain't going to that lollipop dross. No, well, see, I disagree. I, I'm, I'm caught up in it. Um, the big acts... Uh, you just hear so much about how good they are. I think I'll just go along to be entertained. I, I can only yeah. name one song of hers, and that shake it off. I honestly do not know any other Taylor Swift songs, but I feel obliged if I had the opportunity uh, to go and see the show. Yes. You know? I think it was basically impossible to get tickets, so you'd have to get some freebies. All right. Fox League? Something. James? Lara, Lara Pitt might get some freebies. Oh, Lara, Lara Pitt gets the freebies, doesn't yeah, she? No, more Yvonne, I reckon. Yvonne, 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 might, uh, Yvonne Sampson probably gets the freebies and, you know, leaves the likes of Megan Barnard, Barnard and Hannah Hollis in the dark. You know, just, <laughs> they don't get a look in. Yvonne snaffles the four of them. Her and Chris O'Keefe and off they go. Um, good luck to them. Uh, Peter Byrne, an Irishman who does a brilliant Neil Diamond show, is on at the Epping Club tonight. The Epping, the yeah, Epping okay. Club for mm. Neil Diamond impersonator tonight. Thank you for that. Uh, morning, VM. What are you feeding Philip? This is my axolotl. Philip the axolotl. Um, he hasn't he hasn't uh, eaten in three weeks. Very concerning. Um, I feed mine live crickets. They don't like the pellets. Yeah, he's gone off the pellets. It's just been pellets up to now. You get um, axolotl food comes in a square pellet. He just sucks it up. He goes whoop, and then he also gets the bloodworm pellets. And he goes whoop. You know, just sucks it up, but um, he's just gone off the food. So, so you're going to have to send Harry Voss out into the yard to catch some crickets, <laughs> some live crickets. Yeah, I think so. Right, okay. Thank you for the tip. So you hear everything here on uh, SEN. Peter Hiku lining up a shot at goal for Hull KR. They've opened the season in the Super League. They lead four nil. The Hull Derby. Let me tell you, it's on my bucket list as pr- well, probably the top of my tree, uh, top of my list of rugby league things I'd like to do. Let's go along to a Hull Derby. It is the Battle of one, whoever lives on one side of the bridge. A fantastic event, and it's there again uh, this morning, our time. Michael Cariana standing by, the big MC. Let's bust a move. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. Morning, MC. Hey, Taylor Swift, Matchbox 20, Pink, Blink 182. Which ones takes your fancy? Uh, Taylor Swift out of all them. Yeah. I'd prefer to go see Taylor. I don't mind Shaggy though. I heard Shaggy get a mention a bit earlier. 
I'd say Shaggy next after the rest of the, yeah. after Taylor Swift. What was that Carolina song he had, Michael? Uh, going way back, Shaggy. Can you sing that? Yeah, or Carolina, Miss Carolina, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Carolina. I like yeah. yeah no, I like no, it no, me though. Give us a burst of it. Nah, that's all I've got. <laughs> um, Shaggy, it wasn't me. One of the great hits. Yeah, Dan just played the Mr. wrong Bombastic. the wrong verse from it. Yeah. Mr. Bombastic, they're pretty good. Oh, Mr. Bombastic, right. yes. of course, yes. Yes. He did have a few hits, Shaggy. He did. Yeah, a long while ago. Shaggy is one of the greats. By the way, we asked, when was the Goo Goo Dolls' last hit? Um, confirmation 1998 has come through on the Beautiful. text line. That's, that's 26 years. 26 years ago. 1998. Um, thank you. Michael, oh, there's the birds. That's nice. Are you wearing clothes on the back deck or just letting the birds do as they please? What's going on there in the Carianas household? Oh, I'll have to let the, the neighbour, concerned neighbours, text in and, and let you guys know what I've got on. <laughs> Okay, all right. Polly wants a cracker. Um, dog storm last night. Uh, look, I just enjoyed having the rugby league back. It was, I tell you what, I'm a rugby league romantic. I, I, the closer I got to Belmore, the more excited I was. Like, and I got there very early, and there was it was even before the New South Wales Cup trials started. And it, it, my hairs on my back of my neck were standing up just being back at Belmore. It's and had flashbacks yep. to great days gone by, back to the eighties. Look, I don't want rugby league being played at Belmore every week, but God, I love going back there mm. from time to time. Yeah, I think they've got the balance right there with um, what they do now at Belmore preseason games. And I think, well, how many club games this year? One, maybe two, maybe games at, at Belmore this year. That's enough um, to appease the locals, I guess. But yeah, it was good to see footy back. It was great to see glimpses of, of Ryan Pappenhausen in, in full flight and, and get through that. 40 minutes unscathed, which is, you know, the number one takeaway from the game for for like for anyone that's a, a neutral is just trying to see Pappenhausen get through unscathed and look decent, which is good. Bronson Sherry had a few good touches. Blake Taft looked decent at fullback. I don't know if the half situation at, at Dormall's any clearer. Um, Blake Wilson put on a, a nice bit of footwork for a, a try as well. So, look, overall, um, not... A, too bad of a hit out for, for those sides. And what did you make of some of the youngsters coming through, MC? Uh, Josh, Joash Papali, uh, Bailey Hayward. A uh, lot of exciting young talent as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what these games are, are for, a little bit missile, depending on how either side approaches it. But we get to see a, a glimpse of some of the, the young players and, you know, they held their gloves up okay. Um, I thought for, for Canterbury, some guys that will push for the, the, the 17 that we probably didn't think at the start. Puasa Famasilla was really good, I thought, for, for them. He, he looked good. Obviously, a bit of a journeyman that's been around, not a, not a youngster. And I think um, Sam Hughes, who had a taste of first grade mm. last year, looks like with another off-season under his belt, um, that he could you know be pushing for a top 17 come round one as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hey, Luciano Leilua is chasing a new deal. What number is he after here? Can we get a dollar oh, figure? Yeah, wow. Is this true? He can get a dollar. He can get a dollar figure, boys, but it's around that nine hundred thousand dollar mark. That um, season, he was coming off the bench for the Cowboys, right? Like nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand has been the asking price um, at Dragons. Um, look, he, they're not going to pay that. No. So um, that, that you can you can ask for whatever you like. It's a matter of what clubs are, are going to pay you. They won't land anywhere near that figure. Um, so it's up to Luciano to see what um, he wants to do if he's 
um, genuinely interested in, in returning to Sydney or, or not. Um, the, the cows, I think, are okay to let him go. Obviously, they've got some young players who, um, that they need to re-sign as well. The Dragons are, are, are sniffing it around as well as some other sides. But, um, look, I think the way this will probably end up is that Leilua should probably end up at, at the Dragons. The Raiders have a little bit of interest as well, but it won't be for anywhere near that $900,000 mark. Will the Cowboys have to pay out part of his contract or is this just a cut, cut and run deal? Well, it depends on how desperate they are to get rid of him. Missile. Mm. Uh, if they were they, if they keen feel, to get rid of him previously. Well, I think uh, last year the Raiders had a sniff around last year for sure, yeah. um, and North Queensland said no. Um, but with the emergence and, and the quick emergence of some of those young players, uh, maybe you know it's forced their hand a little bit with with the money that these young guys are getting offered from the likes of the Dragons and the Dolphins and, and some of these other clubs that it might have you know persuaded them now to go, okay, well, we need to find some space here. And long-term, these young guys have got 10 you know, years of first grade left. They've come through the system. Um, so that might be a, a situation. The money's not such an issue this year for anyone that picks up Leilua because he's already been paid, you know, four months of his contract, uh, right? By the time, you know what I mean? So, and, you know, Dragons have heaps of cap space for this year. So it's right. not so much this year. Good it's point. Next yeah, year that's right. From November and, and one, beyond. he starts getting paid. So he's been paid by the Cowboys since November one. So that's yeah. your that's interesting. Your, but here's a hypothetical for you. I'll throw it at you, James. Mm. Let's just say Leilua was paid nine hundred thousand dollars. So on the scale of what you're worth, what's Nathan Cleary worth? If 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 Luciano Leilua could get nine hundred thousand dollars a season. What is Nathan Cleary's value? 1.8, double. Oh, three? I was going to say 2.7. I was going to say 5 million. 5 million? Well, no, you're probably right. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. He's, he's worth at least four times more, five times more in, in value to a team than Luciano. Good luck to Luciano. Um, he's not getting Whatever he gets. Boys, right? Okay. He's yeah. not getting 900. All right. Adam O'Brien's comments. Uh, Lieutenant Dan, can we hit a little bit of Adam O'Brien speaking after the three-year contract extension? We need to go out and perform now. So if that gets us there this year, I would be wrapped. I'm not sure when it will, but I know that we're heading in the right direction. Not sure. Not not really Mm. saying we will win the competition. You want to hear that from the coach? That we're not um, not so ambitious, more or less? Oh, I don't. I don't read too much into it. I don't think Adam's sitting there telling his team that, he, that they can't win the comp. Well, he generally doesn't think that they can win the comp. We saw off the back of last year what they produced. I think he's just trying to temper some expectations a little bit. It doesn't take a lot uh, for the Newcastle faithful to, to get excited. So, look, I, I, don't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Joey Manu may not be on the Roosters' plane to Vegas. What's going on with Joey? Well, he's got his bub due, boys. Ah. Um, the, uh, the Roosters... Uh, way of the world confident. these days, as Alan Border said. Way of the world. <laughs> uh, it's just the way of the world now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, got to, I've got to play that to Clara too. I'm not going to Vegas because of Bob Judy's as well. So, um, But Joey, Joey Manu, um, you know, they're hopeful that um, even if he's a little bit delayed in, in flying out, that'd be right to play for them round one. But, um, you know, there is um, a, a huge chance that uh, his arrival in the US is delayed. 
Yeah, okay. I, well, look, I just want all the stars to be there. I hope there's, yeah. no, I hope there's no injuries in pre-season challenge matches. I want... Well, South look the like they've been hit the product. hardest. Potentially no Cody Walker, Jack White and Campbell Graham, Tyrone Munro. It's going to be a depleted yeah. back line. Yeah, not not yep. uh, not good. Yep. Michael, anything else to report? Um, any knowledge of axolotls and their feeding habits? Uh, no. Philip the axolotl no. at the Voss household has stopped eating for the last three weeks. Has not had <laughs> has not had a you know not had a, a, a bite, nothing for three weeks. What, what's what any what's going to happen next? <laughs> James gone vale. <laughs> There. Yeah, Vale, he's done for. <laughs> All right, and uh, Cogra tomorrow night. You'll be there, Michael. Will you? Yep, double hit it. Be there. Yep, yep. Giddy up. All there. right. There's some Shaggy. Okay, here's Shaggy. Sing along, Michael. See you later. There you go. Just like a silk, soft and cuddly, hug me up like a quilt. I'm a lyrical lover. Now take me thin or filled with my sexual physique. John, know me well, Bill. Do me, yeah, I think that's probably enough. Probably that enough. But no, he's he's one of a kind. Uh, news coming through that, oh boy, seven Sydney schools will be tested today for asbestos wow. in mulch. Uh, the schools are Alambi Heights Public School, the International Grammar School at Ultimo, the Mount Enna Christian College, North Sydney Public School, Penrith Christian School in Orchard Hills, St Luke's Catholic College in Marsden Park, and the Westmead Christian Grammar School in Westmead. So spread right across the metropolitan area. Um, more concerns and those schools shut. Have a day off. Day it's off. Nice Beautiful. Long weekend. Let's yeah. go. Uh, breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Hammy Goodman from Sportsbet, the Casanova, in just a moment. He'll look ahead to the NRL All-Stars match and plenty more. Stay with us on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Come on, come on. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. Amy Goodman from Sportsbet. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Uh, good to be with both of you. Now, Mr. Wall, I've got you here. Yes. Um, I'm hearing rumours that uh, there's a potential competitor who you might be up against at the Enhanced Games. Uh-oh. Who are we talking? Michael Phelps? Well, last week, we, 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 no, not me. No, we don't, you don't have to worry about me, mate. But uh, last week, you took the $1.5 million carrot to break the record. I'm hearing rumours that Someone else has been approaching. Remember Eric the Eel represented ah, yes. Equatorial Guinea at the Sydney 2000. Now I'm hearing that uh, he's been approached by Dr. Aaron D'Souza, the billionaire <laughs> in charge. He is prepared to put 1.5 million Central African francs on the line for Eric the Eel <laughs> to come out of retirement and break the Equatorial Guinea record. So unconfirmed at this stage, but uh, but watch your space. If Eric the Eel was about let's say 25 in 2000, he must be well into his 50s by now, so he, I'm not sure. He's, he's 47 years old. 47? So watch his face. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some NRL All-Stars market, Hemi. They're, they're on tonight. Yes, we, uh, absolutely it is. So the Indigenous All-Stars, uh, the sixty favourites, the Maldi All-Stars, $2.35. Now, we heard um, on the news a little bit earlier, Latrell Mitchell, he's come out and said, captaining this side is the highlight of his career. Uh, it means mm. so much to him. And there's a bit of value around him as well. Anytime try score two dollars seventy five. You're getting for Latrell to score at any wow. stage this evening. Um, looking around, another one that leapt off the page was Kangaroo Centre Katoni Stags three dollars fifteen. Anytime, so a little bit of value floating around 
potentially in this game. We've got the women's game as well, where the Indigenous All-Stars once again are the $1.65 favourites. The Māori women, $2.25. Who are the favourites to take the Chockeys on the head-to-head line between the um, Indigenous and Māori All-Stars? Uh, in, yeah, the Indigenous All-Stars, $1.60. Uh, the Māori All-Stars, $2.35. Yeah, uh, right. Good stuff. Uh, by the way, Super League update. Hull KR leading Hull 8-0. Herman SASA for Hull uh, sent off to the Sinbin. Hammy, Taylor Swift. Um, we, yep. we wanted James' power rankings earlier on. It's an extraordinary weekend. Pink, Suncorp, Blink-182 in Sydney. Taylor Swift at the G in Melbourne. Mm. Um, what's your power rankings? Matchbox 20 in the well, mix. Goo Dolls. I'm Blink, then Taylor, then Pink. Mm. Blink, Goo-Goo, Taylor, Pink. Goo Dolls. Goo Dolls probably I'm... running fourth. Mm. Oh, this is this will be controversial. I'm probably going to go Taylor. I'm like you, Vossi. I don't know the catalogue inside out, but I go Taylor at the top. Probably Pink next and Blink for me. I just never never got the bug. They're there. They got the bronze medal for me this weekend. Yeah. Well, we got any Taylor Swift markets while she's out here, Hammy? Certainly we do. Uh, missile. Uh, probably the most popular one has been the to be a guest performer market. Now you both mentioned um, the Daryl Braithwaite uh, earlier in the program. Might yes. be playing at an RSL over the weekend, but. Might he make an appearance at one of Taylor's gigs? $4.33 for Daryl mm-hmm. to jump up on stage. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he's there at $2.37. Yeah. But uh, there's plenty of names up there to jump up on stage. The other one, though, is um, she announced a new album the other day, Tortured Poets at the Grammys. And our punters reckon they're going to get a sneak peek of the new album. Will she play a song off the new album? Yes. Has been back from 4 bucks into three seventy five. So plenty of Taylor Swift markets up there for the college. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely. Just on the Kelsey, is that on the back of mail, or has he actually been cited? Is he here? And you're just wondering whether he'll actually go on stage. Is he here? Has he like he did he did he leave Kansas City quickly and and come out here, Kelsey? Or not? Hasn't been hasn't been cited yet, but it's a long no. tour, Vossi, and there has been a little bit of chat that he might come out and join her for a portion of the tour. So, so he flies um, commercial, she gets the private jet, and he has to fly. <laughs> he's he's not quite there yet. He doesn't get the private jet. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see, Vossi. Good on you, Hemi. Have a great weekend. Sports bet nice and busy. All the markets for all the sport. Absolutely. Oh, just on music, we'll take this one offline, but... Um, Maybe uh, maybe I could be your hot date for uh, you two over in Vegas. We'll uh, we'll chat soon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, unlikely. <laughs> Thank you. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Um, billion texts are coming through. Cleary would be worth $9 million on the Luciano Lagoa scale, 10 times more. Um, the Angels are at the Bridge Hotel tonight. Matt, the Wouldn't be bad. Thank you. Vossi, give me Nana Muscuri any day. Nana Muscuri. Did she? Did she? Is she dead? <laughs> <laughs> don't want to, I don't you know, know. Who I'll, is I'll that? let you down gently. I don't want to be, but he's Nana Muscuri. She wore glasses. Did you have the chicken bone in the throat or have I got the wrong one there? Got the wrong <laughs> there. I don't like it. No, not because she choked. She's she's 89. She's still with us. Nana Muscuri, news update just a hand. Uh, now, big sports stories of the morning. South's Logan in the Queensland Cup have confirmed the whispers around that Tavita Pengoe Jr. overnight confirming he signed on as their marquee player and will run out in that competition uh, this year. Now, Anthony from Greystains on that story says, James 
as a Bulldogs fan, how are you feeling about Pengai Jr. being announced as a marquee signing? NRL via the Broncos, it looks like it's happening. How do you feel about that? I've got mixed feelings, Vossi. I mean, he didn't play very well for the Bulldogs, so probably not a bad one to clear off the salary cap, to be honest. Mm. But to say you're retiring, to say you've never liked rugby league and that you hate taking orders from a halfback, how's the halfback at South Logan feeling this morning? Yeah, there you go. Interesting one. Uh, More sport. The NBL last night. You love a good story. Are you on the Hawks bus now? Yeah, I'm on board now. Beauty, beauty. We should have got a market off Hemi. What are they paying to win the comp now? Because you got them at over $200 to 276 one. 276 to 1. Wow. Uh, beat the Wildcats last night, 108 to 92. Mission complete. They are playing finals. They've gone from last, Wooden Spooners last year, 2 and 7 start the year. They're playing in the playoffs with one game still to play for them this season. Uh, India, 5 for 326 at Stumps on day one of their third test against England. India won the toss and elected to bat. You can hear the coverage right here on the SEN app. And, and just out of the EPL, uh, Crystal Palace manager Roy Hodgson, um, now 76 years of age, is stable in hospital. He fell ill at training uh, Thursday morning and was rushed to hospital. So at 76, great concern for Roy Hodgson, who has been a um, long-time manager in uh, EPL, but right now at Crystal Palace. So uh, all the best to him. Thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossie and Brandy here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, you can contact Brighton's Lawyers. Their number 1800 848 848. But stay with us in just a moment. The debut of something brand new here on a Friday. The Missiles Mailbag. Come on, come on, let's get together. Uh, Super League, Hull Derby, Hull KR have just scored their third try. Lead Hull FC uh, 12-0. A reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL Grand Final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. That's Reem. Visit nrltipping.sen.com. Dot .au uh, but right now this is exciting this is the missiles mailbag when you control the mail you control information you think that uh unbeknownst to me until this morning but uh James I'm excited Did yes Fossey, this is a little peek behind the curtains into the weird and wonderful world of my brain things that are going on in my world right okay. first up Married at first sight. Now, I know you're probably not a fan, but this is one of my guilty pleasures. I married at first sight this week. It was intimacy week. Right. Where the couples, well, they delve into their love lives. And yeah. I've got some audio uh, for uh, you, Vossi. Uh, actually, Ben, our producer, did alert me. of. Well, I had no idea about this. Yesterday, he said... We have some tape, but we've had to send it off to the lawyers. Right. You wanted to play today. Yes. So what you intended to play, the lawyers have given it the once over. So okay. it might not sound like what you were hoping. This is what we've got. Yes. I said yes. Do you perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pinching a partner or using any kind of on them during sex. I said yes. Ooh, I'm going to give that a double tick. <laughs> Being or by a partner in the context of I'm going to say yes for you. Am I right? Yeah, I said yes. Bang on with that. Yes. 
the, the lawyers are worth every cent. It's your segment, James. Uh, what, do you want to explain what was... All right, so this yeah. was a list of bedroom activities that each partner was up for. Right. A few beeps there, so I can't delve into exactly what they were, but some people up for more than others in the bedroom. Some of the places they went were extraordinary. If you want to hear that footage, you'll have to go and check it out on Nine Now. All right, next up wow. in the Missiles Mailbag, Vossi, uh, 100 to 1, the list of the hottest players in the NRL. Okay. Now, there's been a shake-up. Last year, it was Kalen Ponga, number one hottest man in the NRL. Yeah. This year, we have a new winner. The hottest man in the NRL in 2024, as voted by you, is Herbie Farnworth. The Hugh Grant of the NRL, Herbie Farnworth. So, Herbie, Dolphins. he's got the accent. He's got the speed on the pitch. Uh, he's got the body. He's got the looks. Herbie Farnworth is your hottest man in the NRL. Narrowly beating out Reese Walsh, his former Brisbane teammate. Kalen Ponga, last year's winner, down to number three. The top ten rounded out by, and can I just say, the Broncos very well represented. Jordan Rickey, Pat Carrigan, Cam Murray, Nico Hines, Sean Johnson, Ryan Pappenhausen, and Dylan Brown. Is this your 10 as well? Because you said earlier this morning you wanted a, a bit of a vote for the young Melbourne halfback, Jonah Pezzett. Jonah Pezzett. Look, could he break into the top 10? I'm not sure because there is a, there's a portion of this that I think is attributed to on-field skill as well. These are all uh, marquee players. Mm. Uh, is there any notable omissions from your end? Oh, it's your segment. I'm not going there. Okay. No, it's I your segment. You potentially Reese Walsh, potentially hard done by at number two, but I am a big No room for Herbie Blake fan. Laurie? No room for Blake Laurie from the Dragons? No Blake Laurie. Cors Corey Horsburgh? Corey Horsburgh. Hard done by. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, other things uh, in the world of the missile this week, in Bossy. The bag. Yeah, in the bag. Group chats. Okay. Are you in group chats? These these WhatsApp chats. Well, only around sporting teams. Not no, not anything of a uh, blue nature. If that's where we're headed with this one as well. So I've been exposed to the danger of group chats. We were with some friends the other night. One of my mates telling stories about uh, something in in the world of pop culture. Right. He said, "Oh, he's talking to a girl about this," and he said, "Oh, you know, we actually uh, we've, in our group chat there was a picture sent through of this story." And so he's uh, showing her on his phone. He's scrolling uh, through the oh, group chat. Showing her. Her, a group chat that I'm involved in as well. He's scrolling through. All of a sudden, a picture of her pops up in the group chat and he's, he's scrolling through. Ooh. Disaster. Ooh. So he throws one of their other mates under the bus and says, oh, yeah, our other mate's a big fan of yours. You know, he posts pictures of you in our group chat every now and then. Wow. We're just sitting there shaking our heads going, what is yeah. doing? Awkward. So group chat's dangerous. Do not... Show your group chat to other people when telling a story. Can't be done. That's uh, I, I didn't know there was going to be a moral to the the whole story here. Hard lesson uh, by learned. By the way, now uh, is is that the segment? Is that going to be? Is that the benchmark? What you've just done, or is there more? There's is more, Vossi. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's, there's more. more. Yep. So, Taylor Swift. She's in the news this week. Uh, she's a bit of a greenie. Yeah. Big on carbon emissions. <laughs> However, well, not Taylor Swift last year. She's a big private jet girl. Her private jet emitted over 8,000 tonnes of carbon emissions uh, last year. Yeah, that's, right. that's about 1,800 times the average human's annual emissions or 576 times that of the average American, about 1,000 times that of the average European. Yeah. So Taylor Swift, she tells us to be green. Yeah. 
However, yeah. there's a bit going on in the background, boss. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit that way too. I'll drive an electric car when those who support electric cars fly electric planes. That's right. That's when I'll make the jump. All right. My last story this <laughs> week, Fossey. My last one. So the Super Bowl was on uh, Monday. Yep. A lot of betting going on in the US. Sure. Over 2.3 billion US dollars bet on the Super Bowl in America alone. That's, that's Huge. A, that's a big figure. 2.3 billion. It's got to be there. In front. B. Yep. Billion. And some people betting more than others. Celebrities in particular. Now, the biggest bet placed by a celebrity on the Super Bowl came from Drake. He put 1.15 million US dollars on the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the 49ers, which means upon the Kansas City Chiefs winning, Drake pocketed 2.3 million dollars uh, USD. For the One for the bat. Good on you, Drake. Good on you, Drake. Um, that's what is there that it is. right? So he, so Drake. Uh, do we know of any other bets that Drake's won? Can you pass out a bit of Drake's mail? So there is a thing little... called the Drake Curse. When he bets on fighters okay. in the UFC or boxing, generally yeah. they go on to lose. Yeah. This potentially breaking Drake's curse. One point five uh, million dollars placed uh, for a collective two point three. That's a missile's mailbag, yeah, Bossy. First the time. Mailbag. Yeah, good mix bag. It could be the mix bag of missile's mailbag. It was, uh, it was good stuff. Uh, thank you for that. Needs a sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor the segment, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or text to zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Franklin Pele, signed from the Bulldogs over the Super League. Inglorious start to the Super League. Been sent off. Just sent off for. Uh, What's he done? Well, he, he went high tackle. That was okay, but then when the player fell to the ground, he went over the top with a big swinging arm, uh, clenched fist, getcha. and was sent off. So Franklin Pele set off for Hull FC. Um, there are a few texts in response to the segment straight up. Scott Sorensen absolutely robbed. He's, he's not in your. T- he's not in the ten. Yeah, is he in your ten? Not in my ten. No, good sort though. Uh, lads, Pat Carrigan, top ten, please. He looks like Encino Man. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Maths update. Who's the hottest man in the NRL? You're starting to worry me, mate. Yes, little people. This is what goes on in my head. This is a peep behind the curtains, bossy. Uh, uh, Widgie, do I read Widgie's text? Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, this one, James, I hope your mailbag shrinks as fast as your ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Widgie. And uh, also, I'm tipping this new segment will be just a one-off. No, no, I think it'll be there. I think it'll come back. Everyone deserves a second chance. And I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Good bit of variety, bit of colour and shade, light and shade. We like that. At uh, eight and a half minutes to eight, breakfast with Vossi and the Missile. Look, if you want to buy into the top ten, if there's, if there's someone there that hasn't had a mention, um, if you want to say it on behalf of someone else, mm. maybe a female in your life, who are the good sorts in the NRL, by all means throw it at us and James will score them. Done. Out of 10, okay? James will be the hanging judge at 8 minutes to 8. Here on the Home of Sport, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Come on, come on, let's get together. You know we made a bond to live one another. Welcome back. To breakfast with Vossi and the missile this morning, SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. Cloudy day outside, Vossi, as I just look, the clouds may be clearing a little, but 
There is flooding in parts of Sydney. Uh, 0457736736. Give us a text if there's any flooding in your area. Uh, big night last night, Vossi. The Bulldogs are back. Yeah, the rugby league season is back underway, and there is the All Stars tonight. But it's um, and that'll be covered on Fox League as well, the women's and the men's. But I must say, um, because of the coverage we now give of preseason uh, challenge matches, I think there's more interest in club sides, and people want to see how their sides going. As much as you'd like the the All Stars to be on a pedestal, like that's the the, the idea behind an All Stars game, isn't it? But I, I do think that um, everyone just wants to see how their side's going. And last night, Canterbury and Melbourne got a glimpse at the extended squads because there are a lot of the stars yes. missing. Yep. Canterbury emerged winners. If you missed it, 24-12. It was 12-10 at half time. Let's go to the headline stories out of it. We'll go to the beaten first of all. Mm-hmm. Ryan Pappenhausen. Looked awesome. Yeah. I, Full I flight for that try off the scrum. Jonah Pezzett, chip kick, uh, Pappenhausen flying through the entire Bulldogs team to score sights you love to see in rugby league. He, he was on Fox League interviewed pre-match with Jake Duke and Bellamy said, we actually want Ryan to be selfish tonight, look after himself, don't have to do too much, it's just mm. him down. Not his go. You know, he, he took hit-ups one off the run. Yeah, strong into contact. This try before halftime, you know, put this through my veins. Peasant kicks, here comes Pappenhausen, sound the alarm, Pappenhausen scores for Melbourne. That is something special right on the stroke of halftime. Superstar with a yep. superstar play. So um, there we go. You were pretty impressed with the halfback, Jonah Peasant. Now, of course they have an established Haas-Perring Munster mm. and Hughes, but every team needs backup. Pezzett looks like he has progressed from last year where he played, what, seven first-grade games. Yeah, great backup for the Storm. Looks like a genuine first-grader. And then we go across to the Bulldogs side. Yeah, some established stars were impressive, but it was the youngsters who caught my eye. Uh, none other than Joash uh, Papali'i, but pa- Papali, yeah. we learnt last night. And how did you learn about Papali? Well, yeah, I, I got to Belmore nice and early and was greeted by a, a tremendous fella. And he introduced himself. He said, I'm Pele Papali. I'm Joe Ash's dad. Now, he was working there last night. Now, I'd heard all the good things about Joe Ash Papali, part of this Canterbury under-21 side last year that wins the Jersey Flag Premiership. What I saw last night, and, I, and get that crow ready, I'm going on record as saying right now, I believe Papali can be the Bulldogs' Jareem Buller that the Tigers have. Yep. That's, that's my early crow. I don't think the number one spot in first grade this year is beyond him. Mm-hmm. Would you believe we've got the proud dad on the phone right now? There we go. It was there last night, Pelé. I've gone the early cray. Now, I'm not putting too much pressure on your boy. Uh, it was great meeting not you last all. night. How proud are you today? Oh, proud. Um, you know, very proud of the um, what he contributed last night. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a team effort. You know, I can't go past all that. But, yeah, no, happy happy for him and his progress. Obviously, still developing. There's still a lot of work, a lot of work to do to, in order to establish himself. But yeah, uh, local junior in the Bulldog. I think you're underplaying it here, and and, and you're entitled to do that. You got to you got to keep a lid on things. But St John's Eagles junior, can you tell us as a dad when did you know your boy had a bit of talent that he might have had just a little bit extra? Okay, I've got a bit of story. Um, yeah, I've. I didn't really think that he uh, he was going to be a footy player. Obviously, um, I'm a church guy, and um, you know, 
playing music at church and and um, with mum and dad. And that was what I thought that uh, he was heading to. But I remember I was cutting the lawn at home and then um, I remember seeing the, my wife's the car and the kids just, uh, drive at the driveway and then I was cutting the lawn. I finished cutting the lawn, I was just waiting at home and then I saw the car come back down down the driveway. Um, yeah, and he got out of the car and um, came running out and I think he was only still five. And he said... Um, Dad, I'm I'm going to play footy. I said, beg your pardon. <laughs> I'm going to play footy, Mum, 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 Mum. Uh, um, I was going to play footy. I'm going to training. So from there, I said to my wife, "What have you done?" And she goes, "Look, you wanted to play footy. Obviously, you know, your life was different, and um, you know." playing music and everything, church and mum and dad and all that. But I know you had aspirations. You wanted to play footy and sports and all that, and you wasn't allowed. But, you know, I want I want you to give your son a chance, you know, and your kids. Okay, I said, see, I see wow, okay then. Um, anyway, that was Tuesday. Come Thursday, they go back to training. I said, you know what, I'll take him to training. So I we drove down, obviously, Punchbowl Park's around the corner from our house, and soon as I drove down to the uh, ground and he, um, <clears throat> before I even parked up, he, the door was open and he was, he was out like a shot. <laughs> and I was, and I was going, wait, hey, 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 hey. Five years of age, thanks to mum, he's there. Bulldogs Junior. So people questioning earlier, James, saying that, no, the Bulldogs are just recruiting from elsewhere, mm. nabbing Panthers players and that. There's a kid playing a beautiful punch bowl. Yes. Bank sound area. And, and since five, and last night he dons the blue and white on Belmore. That's got to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, absolutely, Vossi. And this is what we saw Gus do with Penrith. He, he built the juniors from within. They've won the jersey flag. They won the Harold Matts and, and Joe Ash front and centre of the up-and-coming talent at the Bulldogs. Hey, Pele, it was great meeting you last night, but can you please thank the cheese and kisses, uh, the missus, for what she's done in Joe Ash's career, getting him started. We're pretty excited. He was a star on Fox League tonight. And we can't dis- can't wait to see more of him. Appreciate it, and thanks for having me on the show. And you guys have a great day, and we'll catch up soon. Okay, good on you, Pele Papali, a proud dad who saw his son last night play on Belmore, play first grade with the Bulldogs, and star. Now, a bloke who's been there um, at uh, Canterbury previously. Um, it, we, we could also proud dad story because this yeah. guy's dad is the coach at the Dragons. I think you know who we're talking about. Sexton, quick hands along, Waddell, a fend, he's beaten the defence, support inside, Flanagan on and scores a try. Kyle Flanagan, he's in the halves for the Dragons for the Charity Shield, which was one of the more, well it is a traditional pre-season game, it means more than just a, a trial and he's probably tapped into that this week. Kyle Flanagan, welcome to Breakfast with Vossie and James Magnuson, the missile. Hey, boys, thanks for having me on, mate. And, um, yeah, as you said before, mate, looking forward to my uh, first Charity Shield game on uh, tomorrow night. Kyle, you probably went down to St. George thinking playing maybe more of a hooker role. At, at least that's what your dad Shane said. But now you find yourself in the, in the halves. You're looking forward to the challenge at 5'8 and also lining up next to Ben Hunt. Yeah, for sure, mate. Obviously, I came down here just for an opportunity and... Um, sort of as a uh, utility role and I um, was really enjoying my time playing hooker towards the back end of last year but 
Um, been training the halves so far and um, yeah, training alongside Ben Hunt's been really good. I've been learning so much off him and I'm um, looking forward to um, starting our combination uh, tomorrow night. How has pre-season been down at the Dragons? You've been in a number of clubs now, so you can compare to previous pre-seasons. Are you, are you impressed with the club? Yeah, I think so, mate. It's always um, nice having a fresh start. I can't um, probably compare them too much because they're all, they're all pretty hard, but I've been really enjoying training down here in Wollongong um, on the beach, get the jump in the water after training. So, um, yeah, everyone's feeling fit, fast, and ready to play some footy. And, um, yeah, can't wait to play my first Trady Shield, as I said. All right, enough of that. We're going to get personal now, Cole. Um, the relation, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved work. I got to say, I loved working with your old man on Fox League. Learned a lot. A great man to talk football with, um, Shane Flanagan. Uh, are you still? Are you at home um, with now that you're being coached by your dad at the Dragons? Are you living at home or not? Nah, Vossi, I probably got out maybe two years ago. Um, yeah, mate, it was. Probably annoying me too much. <laughs> nah, nah, mate. I've been out for two years and uh, with my partner now. Yep. All right. Um, now, has um, what, what's the conversation that you had once you were signed, sealed, and delivered with the Dragons? What did Dad say to you? It's it's not just Dad and Son. It's coach and player. What what was the conversation? Yeah, I guess I guess when I probably signed here, that was never sort of the you know one of the reasons I came down here. I just sort of came down here for the opportunity and. Um, you know, as a utility player, as, as I said, and um, having the father-son combinations, obviously a bonus. And you know, a couple of years ago, I probably thought that never would pop up again, but um, our paths crossed. And um, you know, I've just been really enjoying coming to the same workplace every day and um, striving for the same goal. And all we want to do is win. And um, I'm sure there's going to be challenges during the year, but um, a lot. I think we're, you know, we're both a bit older now. He definitely is, but. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to that challenge, mate. Has your dad ever coached you previously through any age group football as a youngster? Yeah, mate, he gave me my debut at Cronulla. Uh, we've only played together in the one game. So, um, yeah, back in 2018 um, for Cronulla, I made my debut under him. Uh, so, yeah, just more on that. Is it is it enjoyable? That like It's probably something we've asked Nathan along the way. And, and yeah, there's Jacob Arthur, who was coached by Brad. Is it enjoyable or does it put some different pressures on having your dad as coach? Oh, I think you can probably look at it both sides of the ball, but like I, I just think about the good times that we're, you know, we're working towards about, you know, post game singing a song and, you know, about to sit in the shed and have a beer after the game there. The moments that I'm sort of picturing in my head mm. where obviously there's going to be times where you, you might have a few losses on the trot, which are going to be challenging. But, you know, I think those sweeter times definitely make it a lot more better. I can empathise with Kyle in some ways, Vossi. I had my mum as my school teacher. Oh, wow. Yes. Year 11 and 12, oh, modern history. Mrs. Magnuson was, was my school teacher. We didn't get to sit and have beers together and celebrate no. test results. Well, you were so, on detention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Uh, has he given you any sprays, Kyle? Like, if you put a foot out of line, obviously there'd be no special treatment. Any sprays this preseason off the old man? I actually got asked a similar question the other day at our season launch, and uh, it would have been one of my first days, one of my first weeks down here at, at the Dragons. And actually, we all, every team runs a 1.2 time trial, and I, I missed a 20 meter, uh, 20 meter effort on the time trial, and I uh, definitely heard about that for the next couple of weeks. So. Uh, that was my first spray, uh, missing out on the 20-metre sprint on the uh, the 1.2. All right, so he's running a tight ship. Uh, Shane Flanagan, your dad. 
Kyle, from what you've learned, it's a, it's a question we're asking you on the fan this year, actually, on Fox League, player advice. Um, on what you've learned on your career, and there's been a few ups and downs along the way, what advice do you want to hand out? Um, the, the journey that's got you to this point in your career, and, a, and you know, a few clubs now as well, what, what advice do you hand out? What have you learned? Um, I probably learned that things can change around really quickly. I think, um, like I look at the the back end of last year where I wasn't playing first grade, and then once I got my opportunity to play back in first grade, I just took it with both hands. And you know, a, a few good games can really change your season around. So, um, yeah, I'm just focused on staying positive. And um, you know, if you focus on playing well one week, you're only as good as your last game. And um, yeah, that's probably my advice uh, to young fellas going forward. Kyle, I'm sure all the players are aware that the hottest 100 of NRL players came out uh, earlier this week. Blake Laurie was number 45. A little bit of a bolter. Uh, didn't see your name on the list. Has Blake Laurie been layering up a bit at training after making the hottest 100 players in the NRL? <laughs> he definitely has, mate. There's definitely a bit of stick given to uh, Zach Lamax. I believe he was uh, rated a bit higher than him, so... Mm. I'm not too sure if Blake Laurie's uh, Laurie been you know, doing some personal voting. I'm not too sure how it works, but um, there's definitely been some chat around training. Yeah. Uh, now, listen, this is a multiple-choice question that's come in for you. Uh, does Cole call Shane Flanagan the coach? Dad, coach, Flano, or Shane? So, A, dad, B, coach, C, Flano, D, Shane. <laughs> I'm not too sure, to be honest. I'm thinking I might just go coach. It's a bit funny when someone says Flano and we both turn around. So we're still yes. working that out if it's going to be junior or, you know, just we both just keep turning our head. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one at the moment. We're still working it out, to be honest. Just on uh, on the field. So coach, dad, Flano, Shane yeah. came out and said that uh, whilst you were playing in the number six jersey, you were going to be the one leading the team around the park to – take a bit of responsibility off Ben Hunt. Uh, what is your role going to be in this, this charity shield? Are you going to be calling the shots, doing the fair share of kicking, or um, where, where do you see your role in the team? Yeah, I like to think it's going to be a good balance um, throughout the year. I don't, obviously, um, you know, Ben's the captain of the club, and um, he's the leader, so I don't want to, you know, um, you know, walking in this team, I've got to earn the respect of the playing group, but um, I look at the last couple of years, and a lot of the pressures have been put on Ben Hunt when it comes to last players and directing the team around. So whenever I can um, you know, take some, some pressure off him, I'll definitely do it, whether that's kicking the ball on last play and directing the team around. I think it's going to be a balance issue. Well, fans can go along and watch you live at uh, Cogra tomorrow night, second match of a double header. Uh, viewers can watch the Fox League coverage. In fact, four games on tomorrow, back to back to back to back to back. Uh, finishing with the Dragons and the Rabbitohs after 8 o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Kyle, all the best for that game and, of course, right across the season. Thank you for coming on the show. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. There he is, the number 101 best-looking player in the NRL, Kyle <laughs> just, just outside. He just missed. Blake Laurie. That was, must have been friends, family. Yeah. The Laurie's united to get him up to number 45. Yeah. Uh, nice reaction to an interview with uh, Pele Papali, too. Um, Wendy from Warner's Bay says, Oh, my God, guys, I've had tears in my eyes. Love this story. Bulldogs fan, too. Great to hear the mum involvement, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, you know, Dad had this thought, but mum was the one who drove the, you know, drove the boy to the rugby league career at five. Beautiful. Um, and Big G says, Yeah, nice interview. Canterbury boy can hopefully make good local junior through and through. Uh, Joash Papali. Remember, remember the name. This is Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile on uh, SEN 1170 AM on a Friday morning. 
Thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Fossey and Brandy here on the home of sport in Sydney, SCN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Showers across Sydney this morning with flooding in some suburbs. We're heading for a top of 27 across the city and the west today. James, just before our next guest, uh, just an update on the golf from the Genesis Invitational. Brandy not here on a Friday now, so I've got the golf desk. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, seven under par, two holes still to play. But great news, Cam Davis, who is just super consistent, this Aussie Cam Davis. Six under par, one hole to play in his opening round. I'll go down further to try and find you uh, Tiger Woods, who was talking up. By the way, Jason Day's four under uh, through 11 holes. But um, Tiger had started okay, saying not feeling any ankle pain. This is the first of what he hopes is uh, plenty of tournaments he plays this year. And... Certainly in the build-up to the Masters, but as you can tell, I'm padding and I'm scrolling a long way down. Uh, Tiger Woods, one over par, so tied for 58 through 15 holes. Got there. Good luck, Tiger. Uh, obviously, every Friday we speak with Simon Orchard from the dogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Simon, off the top, I wanted to ask you about the hottest 100 NRL players. What are your thoughts? Good question. Good question. <laughs> Oh, I reckon you've started 2024 with an absolute bang missile. Look, I'm an old school guy, so I'm thinking back to the days when uh, Dad had the shed out the back and Mum had just a little section that she would pin up a few photos and she had uh, Wayne Pearce and Andrew Eddingshausen <laughs> on the wall. So I don't know if the current models uh, compare to the hot bodies of yesteryear, fellas. What do you reckon? ET, e one of the greats. Yes. Well, I remember MG telling me a story back on the roast days on Channel 9, the Sunday roast. MG said about kangaroo to us how good they were. But the hard thing was you're away from, you know, your, your better half, your girlfriend, yep. your wife for four, five, six weeks. He said about five weeks in, though, ET was down the hall. He started to feel a bit toey. Uh, he, they said he's a good sort. MG said ET, good sort. Good sort. That from MG. He was a weirdo, oh, man. Uh, we had the missiles mailbag this morning, Simon. Uh, I've been catching a bit of maths over the past fortnight. What about you? Not a maths fan, I've got to say, missile. But I'll tell you what, uh, I think I can say it now because it doesn't really matter. I actually was shortlisted to go on Survivor. Nice. Believe it or not. So I went through the process, wow. got to the, the final stage of interviews in the room there with, with the whole crew, producers and all, and tried to get my way on Survivor. Not fortunate enough to get on there. I was trying to emulate, of course, SEN's own Rat Rogers. I think they called him the Godfather, didn't they, on Survivor there for a couple right. of seasons. So um, I'm a Survivor man. Uh, I've got two young girls in the house. I would never let them watch maths. Uh, that <laughs> show is just absolute garbage, is it? Come on, boys. What are you doing, Miss Oh? You've got to be more controversial in those interviews uh, if you want to get on the uh, on Survivor. You've got to be... What, what? We've got Simon. We could get yeah. a reaction to that bit of tape we ran from uh, Missile's Mailbag. Oh, yeah, let's uh, play Simon, it. we'll just get your reaction. The, the lawyers had to give this the once this over. This is the love list. You, you tell me what you thought of this scene from the show this week. Yes. I said yes. Do you perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pinching a partner or using any kind of on them during sex. I said yes. Ooh, I'm going to give that a double tick. <laughs> Bing. Or by a partner in the context of. I'm going to say yes for you. 
Am I right? Yeah, you, I said you, yes. You get the gist of it, uh, Simon. So that's not your go. That sort of stuff, not your go. <laughs> What am I listening to? <laughs> yeah, no, this is a Greyhound Racing segment. This is the Greyhound Racing oh, segment. Man. And we've played that. All right, now, let's, James, you just sit quiet. Okay. You go on the naughty corner. Um, you shouldn't have had us play that again. Uh, tell us about the Bulleye Gold Cup tonight, uh, Simon. Yes, that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, let's straighten up, boys. Uh, race eight on the card tonight at Bulleye. It's the Bulleye Gold Cup worth 40000 to the winner. It's a group two event. Some are saying, boys, that it's the best ever edition of the Bulleye Gold Cup. And look, $40,000, you think, all right, we've got a million-dollar chase. So what are some of the best dogs in the country and in New South Wales racing for 40 k But this is a wonderful race, a long list of really fast greyhounds have won it. It's typically a boys' race, fellas. It's a one-turn track. So for those that are watching tonight at the pub, you might see they only go around the one bend, and it typically suits your big, strong, uh, absolute lumps uh, in the greyhound world. So if you want to have a bet tonight, race... Eight, it is number seven, Nanga Larry's the dog for me. He comes out of a group one placing in the Paws of Thunder about a month ago. He wants to be drawn wide on the track. He's in the best kennel in the state uh, with Andy and Jodie Lord. They, of course, looked after She's a Pearl, who was the champion of last year. The box seven record, boys, is pretty good. Six starts, a couple of wins, and a couple of placings. And this dog, I reckon at the moment, if not the best sprinter in uh, New South Wales, is certainly in the top handful. So Nango Larry's probably the bet. Zipping Megatron, though, is the new kid on the scene. He's only had the six race starts. He almost broke the track record last week. Jumps from box four, and those who follow the dogs will know that box four and five is a little bit sticky at times. So excited to see what Zipping Megatron can do, but I think Nango Larry's the play in the Bulleye Gold Cup tonight. If you want to have a best bet at Wempy Park as well, race seven, number eight, Ritzer Smoke. That's the best bet uh, for the dogs around the state today. And, boys, before I let you go, I was interested to hear Kyle Flanagan there. Uh, Vossi, I don't know a whole heap about young Blake Moser, but we've got Billy Walters, of course, son of Kev, running around the hooker position. Are the wraps on this young hooker as big as I'm led to believe? Uh, well, look, you've got a few there because you've got the Connor Marleson uh, in the mix as well. Then you've got Jacob Little. So... Uh, yes, wraps are big, but join the queue because I think Connor is going to get the crack before him. In fact, Connor, now he'll come off the bench tomorrow night. Connor is off the bench as well. They'll start with Little, and then uh, and then Connor would be the next cab off the rink. And we've seen him the last couple of preseasons, so you can't have enough. You can't have enough good players coming through. Um, you just got to find spots if they really start mm. banging the door right down, which the Bulldogs might find out soon, James. Simon, thank you for joining the segment. Um, sorry about Survivor. <laughs> Would have loved to have seen you on there. You on Survivor. James doing his project. I'd have to come up with something. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk next week. Yeah, we'll have to cut this tape out, and I'll send it out to all the execs today. Just to let them know what we're talking yes, about. On yes, yes. The dogs dot com dot au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales, and in this segment, just a little bit more news is next. Come on, come on, let's get together. Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over forty years. We've been making tomorrow matter shaping and building Australia together. Just some other news coming through. Um, not a good story. An 80-year-old man has driven a car off a five-metre embankment in Mossman. Uh, emergen emergency services currently on the scene trying to free him there. I was thinking about Lee Hedgepin. Tell us, for our Tuesday segment, that maths audio, what can what, what are the rules now around TV? Like, seriously. That was 7.30 like, at unbeat. night on a weeknight. Yeah, so what... Can we check with Lee? What the hell? Like, can if people put in a complaint, would that get it off? I, I always say, if you if you're not if you're offended or you're going to complain, don't watch. It's quite easy. Watch something yeah. else. But that is uh, 
that was no holds barred. Absolutely. The other thing that I think is a bit strange is they have ads for sex toys during the show. Again, 7.30 at night on a weeknight. Kids are still up and about at that point. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Vossi. Yes. NBL overnight. Now, we've got Matt Russell on the line. You can, of course, hear Matt Russell every Saturday morning on SEN Illawarra, 15.75 a.m., hosting Saturdays in the Gong. It's also the lead into the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN here in Sydney. Now, he was at the NBL last night. Morning, Matt. James, Andrew, good morning. Great night last night for the Hawkies. Yeah, you kept saying in the commentary, while it wasn't the biggest crowd of the year, it was the noisiest crowd of the year, and they had plenty to celebrate. So... You tell the story, because you've been there every home game this year for the Hawks. This is the wooden spooner of last year going like absolute busted through the first nine rounds this year. And what happened next? I love a great sports story. They were two and seven running last off their worst season in history with only three wins last year. And you're thinking they're destined to win back-to-back wooden spoons. All of a sudden, they changed the coach bring in Justin Tatum, who wasn't actually even part of the coaching team at the time. He was a coaching consultant out here just to get his sort of lay of the land when it came to being a coach down the track. He'd never coached a professional men's basketball team before at senior level. He comes in, and under his guidance, they are now 12 and 6. He and John Rilly, the opposition coach last night, have the most wins in the league since Justin Tatum took over the Hawks' job. So it's an amazing story. Uh, a bit of a fairy tale for the Hawks after so much misery. And last night, the crowd knew that, I think. And they said, we're going to make so much noise against a team that routinely has flogged us. The Hawks' worst record in the NBL is against the Perth Wildcats. Well, this year, they're the only team to sweep the Wildcats. And they've inflicted Perth's three biggest losses of the season. That's the team running second. So it was a real party mood last night because that stamped their ticket to the postseason. And chances are now they'll finish fourth and host at least one postseason game. It's been an incredible recovery under Justin Tatum, who, of course, has a famous name. He's Justin Tatum. Son Jason Tatum is starring in the uh, NBA as a possible MVP. Just on the NBA, uh, Vossi was telling me there was a bunch of scouts there last night from the NBA courtside. Regular to have six, seven, eight scouts from the States. They're out here to watch the likes of Alex Saar. Now, he plays for Perth. He's the mooted number one draft pick. But, of course, as they're out here to watch blokes like Alex Saar and AJ Johnson, uh, they're also seeing the likes of Gary Clark, who's been to the NBA, came down under to Australia, and has absolutely shone for the Illawarra Hawks. He was huge again last night. Bryce Cotton will win the MVP at the Andrew Gaze Awards on Monday night. But Gary Clark couldn't be too far behind. And there are a host of Hawks who impress young, impressionable minds like Harry Voss uh, up there in the Highlands. It's I true. know Wang Jung Lee is one of them. But, but Gary Clark, Voss, he couldn't be too far behind on Harry's list of favourites. Oh, when Froling's on, um, yeah, he loves... Johnson's got a bit of the, you know, the, bit of the um, showtime about him, doesn't he? Like, he can slam dunk and hang from the hoop and all that. And, and the kids love that. So there's, they are well worth watching. It's not just the fact they've turned it around, got results. They're actually great to watch. Fantastic to watch. And that's the crowd last night was so loud. And here's the quirky thing. We've had Hawks teams over past years that probably have been better on paper and been better positioned on the ladder for most of the season. Yet crowds have struggled. For some reason, this team this year has appealed to the Illawarra Sporting Faithful. And now crowds are regularly up near capacity of 5,000. Um, we don't need 
Andrew Voss and Harry Voss to come down to double the crowd figures like earlier in the season. They're coming of their own accord. <laughs> so, big question, last one. How far can they go? Can, can this become an absolutely, you know, fairy, city. absolute fairy tale? Yeah, last to first. Absolutely. People were saying the Hawks can't make the finals. Guess what? They have. People were saying the Hawks can't make the top four. Guess what? They have. They said they can't host a home final. Guess what? They will. Who's saying now they can't win a championship? They've mm. beaten the team running second three times. Melbourne's form isn't exactly as strong as it was earlier in the season. I say go the Hawks. Big time to be a sports fan in the Illawarra. Bulleye Gold Cup tonight, as you just previewed. <laughs> Charity Shield tomorrow and the Hawks winning last night. Life is good again. You're a good man, Matt Russell. And you've done a terrific job on the uh, basketball, always up and about. And um, you got to experience a good night there last night. Thanks for making yourself available this morning. Women's All-Stars tonight, Vossi, followed by the men on Fox League. We're back, and it's a big year ahead. Yeah, good on you, Matt Russell. One of the most talented broadcasters in the country. Fox League, lucky to have him. We're happy to call him a mate and part of the SEN team, and he loves his basketball. I have, I've won you over. Like, you, I, I can go back months, and you said, I've never been to an NBL game. And we said, well, we're going to get you to a Kings game. Paul Smith wants you to a Kings game. Yeah. Now, Hawks you, game. you've hopped in the Hawks. You've got on a Tatum bus. You're it. Yeah, what a story. Vossi, of course, you can watch all of the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN. Yes, and thanks for making the switch to breakfast with Vossi and Brandy with the missile uh, this morning here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. The last part of the show before Morning Glory with Matty Johns comes online uh, is all you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy the open line number, and we'll try and rip through as many texts as we possibly can. Welcome back to Breakfast with Vossi in the Missile this morning. Maddie Johns, not too far away with Morning Glory, right here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, there is one person tuned in who says, can you give a warning when you're going to give scores on the uh, Super League? So here it comes. Turn off now. Uh, because Hull FC have had another player sent off. So Franklin Pelé sent off, and now Lingy South sent off. They're down to 11. Hold KR have Matt Parcell, the former Manly and uh, Broncos hooker. He's in the bin. So it's 11 versus 12 at the moment. Hold KR leading 18-0. Come back to me. Come back to me. Uh, g'day, Shaggers. Can you believe the Hawks have not signed Justin Tatum to a contract yet? Well, Is that true? Well, I, he, he could win Coach of the Year. I, I, I reckon you know, your NBA, NBA talent scouts... Not just taking players over to the draft, they're taking mm. him back with them as well. Yeah, absolutely. What would he be worth now in comparison to when he started coaching? Well, he was a high school coach. I don't yeah. know what high school coaches get paid, but as Matt told the story, he just came out to just just abs- almost work experience at at an elite competition. Well, the NBL should be scouting high school coaches for <laughs> the next big jobs. Good point. Uh, morning, boys. The bulldozing bulldogs. Yeah, man. Have a good one, says Rafa. That's, that's all, enough, that's Rafa. That's text. all we need. <laughs> Happy Bulldogs fans this morning, Vossi. Um, bag Gus as much as you want, but that pipeline of local juniors coming through the Bulldogs has his fingerprints all over them. Keep it up, Gus. Thank you, Anthony, for that text. There's a lot of them. And it's and as I said, Gus has set up the academies in other parts. North Coast Bulldogs yes. Academy. There's an yes. academy in Queensland. Yep. They are getting the rewards from that. That is not an instant reward. That takes four, five years. You're seeing... I hate to use it, but the green shoots. There's mm. green shoots there now. 
Yeah, that's right, Vossi. Parts of uh, New South Wales represented there last night. Foster, Mid-North Coast, and then, of course, the local juniors like Joash Papali, uh, young Hayward. Great to see. Very encouraging for us Bulldogs fans. Uh, Matty John's not too far away with morning glory. Uh, more of your text. Better of the year. Getting $17 for the Hawks to run top four. Cheers, Tim. The better the year could be you getting the Hawks to win. 276. To when, when they were 276 to one to win, they were $9 to make the playoffs. They were oh, yeah. running last. They were nine at that point. Um, hey, Vossi and Missile, I don't know if he's uh, messaged you, but the Western Sydney Eagle has two tickets to Blink 182 that he's getting rid of on Facebook. Hit him up, Vossi. Berkeley Eagle. Couple well, of tickets there. A little bit of inside knowledge there. Uh, Lionel says Burton proved last night he has no place in the halves again. Yeah. Oh, we've had the that. WGD, say that. Yeah, the yeah, WGD, yeah, the WGD, weak gutted dog, oh, Jamin Seven. Oh, oh, I see. It's, it's a wrap. He's saying it's a great weak, game great by game the WGD. Yeah, Jamin Salmon. Um, right, Callan Vossi, you blink one eight two are better than the Hard Ons, especially with Tim Rogers out front. I'll eat my hat. Well, the Hard Ons were a great band. There's no question of that, but they're not blink one eight two. Fair. I'll concede that. Uh, back from the Disney cruise, what an awesome holiday. Met all the characters, says the number one golfer. The Disney yes, cruise. Yes, yes. Is he a bit old for the Disney cruise? No, he rang us up on um, how many weeks we've been back. We've been, we've been back one. He rang us up Monday. He's been on the cruise and back. Gee, that's a quick cruise. Went on the Disney cruise with the kids, with the grandkids. And, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Walking down the hall, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and that sort of stuff. To that, each their own, Vossi. To their each own, their own. Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> hey, you can give us a call on the show, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, if you want to have a chat to Vossi and I. Uh, the bag has called up. Morning, bag. Oh, very good morning to you, Miss Island Vossi. Look, I look forward to when the rugby league, the rounds are on, but isn't it great the rugby league's back? All-stars are not. Is there a better thing in sport, Vossi, than the Harker? There is no better start or game, whatever, that I can think of. Well, the Harker and then the Indigenous All-Stars uh, have their own uh, war cry as well. So, mm. um, yeah, look, when, when you're talking, I know there's the cultural um, aspect of it, but just from a sporting theatre point of view... It's good stuff. Yeah, it's it's good. Well, it's outstanding, the Harker, at any time. But as you say, with our uh, version of the war, the war dance there tonight, uh, the, you know, the, the both cultures on display, it's uh, hairs on the back of your neck stuff. I can't wait. Yeah, good on your bag. Good shout. All-stars tonight. Uh, women's and men's. If you want to tune in, you can watch it on Fox League uh, tonight. Brandy's on the panel for Fox League. He's not here with us this Beautiful. morning. Won't be on a Friday morning. Uh, Rooster Ryan has a question for you, Vossi. Morning, Vossi. What gets you more excited? Mm-hmm. The walk to Belmore Sports Ground or a sneaky trip to the canteen at Mittagong Lions home oh, ground? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> you're talking possibly the finest steak sandwiches, sausage really? sandwiches in the land. The Mittagong from, uh, Lions. From Simon's Butchery in Barrow. Tigers okay. fan, poor bloke. Yeah. See, most days Long he's shot up in a ball. Yeah. Yes. But he, he does cut a fine piece of meat. Uh, so Mittagong Lions home ground is something sensational. But Belmore does take me back to my childhood because it's one of the grounds that I visited yes. regularly and nothing much has changed. Did they have last night for the trial uh, on that walk to Belmore along the back of the ground there? They often have the setups with kebabs, donuts, burgers. No, Not there wasn't last a lot night. of food last night, but to have Mr. Rain around as well inside the ground was In good. The ground. Yeah, Mr. Whippy up one end was fantastic. How many fans would you say were there last night? Couple of thousand, yeah, a couple of thousand, two and a half yeah. thousand, two and a half thousand. It was a friendly Thursday night crowd. Um, New South Wales Cup is the prelim into the first grade fair. No, no I, I enjoyed it, um, and uh, and I think Bulldogs and Melbourne got plenty out of it. Um, but thank you for the question, 
in regards. Belmore v Mittagong. A lot of people yes. wanted to know the answer to that. Uh, the Paramount of Powerball says, good to see the footy underway last night. With all due respect to the greenkeeper at Belmore, the most obvious difference between the suburban grounds and NRL grounds, apart from the seating, is the surface. The surface last night looked like a mid-June pitch. Mm. I didn't notice it that no, bad. Maybe a few divots. Torn, yeah. But- but just not pristine. Um, would they play football, uh, as in soccer, over the summer there? I would have thought that that, that, that would be a chance as well. Potentially, We're talking yeah. axolotls earlier because Philip the axolotl in the Voss household hasn't eaten in three weeks. You've written him off. Big dramas. You've written him off. He's the Illawarra Hawks from last year. Gone. Uh, the high school I went to had an axolotl in a tank in the library foyer. It was very popular, but someone pinched it, put it in their school bag and took it. Hmm. Yeah, great, great yarn. Uh, <laughs> it is eight minutes to nine. Morning Glory with Maddie Johns just eight minutes away. This is Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Come on, come on, let's get together. Morning Glory up next with Maddie Johns here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Brandy's back with you Monday, Vossie, and I'll be back on my regular slot next Friday. Yeah, look, I'm not a big TikTok fan, but uh, just a story we didn't get to today. The mother sparks fierce debate after admitting she left her 10-month-old baby and her boyfriend in economy while she flew business class on an 11-hour flight. She revealed all this on TikTok. Uh, she, she was flying from Paris to Los Angeles. Critics said they could never leave their partner and child, but others praised her. Where do you stand? Well, if she's the breadwinner, <laughs> play on. Okay. And then one other one. Rizwan Javed handed a 17-and-a-half-year ban. I wonder why they gave him the extra half on the top of 17 years. In Abu Dhabi, T10 Cricket League match fixing probe. That's a big one. Uh. Uh, Morning Glory will have that story exclusively. <laughs> More on that. Old Rizwan Javed, see you in 18 years' time. Miss Alp, you've had an interesting week. I don't know what you say on the program tomorrow, Lawnmowers Club, but I'll be tuned in, ready to go, and good luck nabbing those grand final tickets for the Bulldogs fans. I'm sure we'll be talking All-Stars tomorrow, Vossi, after tonight's uh, Maori versus Indigenous All-Stars game. We may get one of the players from the winning team on as well, so tune in to the Mowers Club. Good man. Home of Sport, SEN. Keep it tuned in right here. Maddie Johns and the crew coming up. See you, Miss Alp. See you, Vossi. Those Hawks. <laughs>